A divine quest and a morning town's plea set four men on a path towards a smoldering center of malevolence once thought extinguished. What threads, if any, tie the fate of the missing shopkeep to the eerie glow emanating from Gauntlight? And good evening, everybody. It's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM and your host, Trevor. And with me tonight, we've got Ray, Jake, Micah, and Todd. I like how I like how when you said my name, I threw my arms up into the air, even though no one could see me. It's for the we audience. Could see we could we see you. So I got pumped for you. That's a matter. Micah threw up his hands, too. I've never seen him jubilate before. It's incredible. <laughs> I think that song just gets him going. Hey, man, when the spirit of the Lord comes upon me. <laughs> that song really rubs my prostate i really enjoy it mm, we're cutting that one uh, <laughs> obviously not now <laughs> all right everybody this is our second outing together uh, last week we had some fun times in a festival in the town of otari but before we dive into it let's talk a little bit about what we're doing here this is just the second episode people are still probably trying to figure out what the heck we're doing. Uh, we are playing Pathfinder 2nd <laughs> Edition. We're playing the Abomination Vaults of Venture Path. If you listened last week, you know that. But we kind of have a little bit of a unique setup because we are all remote from one another. We are not in the same room with one another. Some of us have never met each other before, and we have entirely played up to this point remotely. We are using a virtual tabletop. We're using Foundry Virtual Tabletop. We started almost a year ago with Roll20 and just weren't really happy with it with the Pathfinder <laughs> 1st Edition system. We moved over to 2nd Edition and Foundry is just absolutely perfect for it. All the plugins and stuff just makes it really easy to automate a lot of stuff that makes 2nd Edition kind of onerous for a GM and made it possible really for me to kind of put everything on autopilot and be able to tell a story and assist everybody else in telling their stories. We record using OnWeCaster, which is a fantastic piece of software. I recommend anybody that's looking to record anything remotely over the internet, check it out. It was kind of a rocky start, but the dev has been amazing. Yaweasel's been great in helping us out, specifically with some of the issues we had, so great shout out to him. We use audio from Tabletop Audio and from a couple other sources, royalty-free uh, we've purchased licenses for a few things. We also use Incompetech for some of our audio. Uh, but that's kind of the setup that we got going on. Uh, we enjoy it. We've got some nice equipment. We have all matched equipment uh, that took us, me and Todd, way too long to figure out exactly what we were going to get. <laughs> it's but, fun, though. Uh, I love shopping for that kind of thing. Oh, man, it's, yeah. It's lovely when the Sweetwater rep calls you and like, how you doing, buddy? You want to oh. buy any more stuff? I remember Literally when I bought my, my setup, he, uh, they were asking me if I was recommended by anybody. And I was like, yeah, my brother. And they were like, does he have a Sweetwater account? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what's his name? And I was like, Trevor. And they're like, where is he at? I'm like, Houston. And that guy was like, oh, yeah, I know him. I'm gonna give him the- <laughs> he said he was going to give you a discount or something. Sweetwater is great. I love them. I yeah. buy whatever audio AV related I can from them. We are mm. not paid by them. No, no. We're just but, we're not yes. paid by Sweetwater. anybody. But if you want to sponsor us, Sweetwater, we, yeah. we're here. We have pulled ourselves <laughs> up by our own bootlaces. God damn it. Built this podcast <laughs> from the ground up. 
Yep. <laughs> we created Some say we're stuff. still on the ground. It's almost like we're no maybe idea. getting when deeper. I, when I go to edit, I have to go to my studio, and that takes me. It is nine miles uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> wow. I didn't know yeah. your bedroom was so far away from your office. It is. Yes, it's. <laughs> you know, he snores so much. His wife just makes him sleep. Out I'm just so fa- I'm just so fantabulously wealthy that my bedrooms are that far apart. That's I, it. I own so much huge tracts of land. It's a smile. It's a- <laughs> so mechanically for the game, just so everybody's clear, what we're doing, uh, we have a few house rules we play. Not really house rules, but variant rules. We do. Uh, Ancestral Paragon rules, which are essentially you get more ancestry feats. Not really game-breaking, but makes your character feel more powerful. We also do free archetype variant, which is you get free archetype feats as well. Once again, not really game-breaking. It allows you to have a lot more fun with flexing your character creation and really shifting yourself into the concept that you want. I didn't think that they'd be a big deal. Uh, and I don't think they're going to impact the GMing too much, but I thought they'd be super fun. And we really want to do this podcast to have fun, and hopefully everybody else will have fun while we're having fun. We're doing hero points. I'm not giving them out for free, but I'm not stingy with them. You do cool shit, you get hero points. That's it. Now, all of that out of the way. Who wants to play some games? Me. Let's do. do it. Me. It's Excellent. Hold on, I got in character. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. when we last left our intrepid heroes, Tovin and Yosef had just Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM Trevor here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Left the Rowdy Rockfish, where... Yosef lives on their way to the gauntlet in the fog fen in order to investigate some eerie lights and strange happenings. We haven't heard from Bill and Solus in a little bit, uh, but they also are heading towards the same point, maybe not for the same purpose. So let's see, uh, let's pick back up with. Solus and Bill, how, how are you going to start your day, guys? Uh, well, I'm waking up in the crow's casks, aren't I? Um, I wake up at the crack of dawn, get up, do some stretches, say a quick prayer, and uh, I head down to see if the owner is doing anything. What's her name again? Magaloy. Magaloy. Ah, good morning. I, I trust the room was good enough for you. Uh, good morning. Yes, it was 
everything I could have hoped for. Thank you very much. Excellent, excellent. Can I, can I interest you in anything for breakfast? Uh, as, as you know, the mayor is comping your stay. Something light, please. Um, some bread, maybe a little, a little meat. How about a uh, little salmon on, on, a, on, on a, some, some bread? Uh, does that sound good for you? That's something I have very right fine here. Yes. Now, if I could ask you a question, please. If it's Absolutely. Not too much Any, anything I can help you with. Yes. Uh, I have been hired by the mayor to investigate the disappearance of the owner of the thirsty alpaca. Now, oh, yes. could you, what, what would you happen to know about it? To my understanding, it has collapsed suddenly due to cobalt activity. Yeah, there were a few of the stone scale kobolds kind of caused a stir when it happened. Nobody really likes to find out that you have unwanted neighbors beneath you, but they were a little overzealous in their war and building and caused an unfortunate cave in. There were a couple minor injuries, but really the, the, the biggest problem was that we uh, lost the proprietor of the, the entire store. Yes, and what was his name? Well, damn it. I uh, had it right here just a moment ago. (laughs) (laughs) Harold Ryston. He was uh, in his late 50s. He then owned uh, the Thirsty Alpaca for about 30 years. As a wife, two children. They're grown now, but they're worried about their father, obviously. Indeed, and had... This man in the past shown any sign of any sort of psychosis or otherwise? Absolutely not. I mean, he liked the drink maybe a little too much, but I wouldn't have called him a drunkard by any means. Indeed. Fairly respectable man. Well, uh, thank you then. You've been very helpful. Then I I shall take my leave. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I I will note that I... There was somebody looking for you this morning. Uh, you hadn't indeed quite come out yet. I wasn't going to bother you. It's a representative of the mayor. I guess had a little bit more background information for you for what you were doing for them. Uh, I told him to hang around. Uh, he left. It's it's a kobold. He's he's you can't miss him. He's got bright purple skin. He's a wonderful chap. Thank you. I, I, shall keep, I shall keep an eye out for him. Krentik the kobold. Okay. Thank Excellent. you. Well, whatever it is you're doing, good luck, and uh, fare thee well. I hope to see you when you return. Thank you. And uh, I head out the door. You take, so I, uh, go ahead, Ray. I, as Bill would have woken up early, said goodbye to his wife, said goodbye to his kids. Uh, he's a prompt man, so uh, he would have made sure to be... Uh, where he was instructed to be at the right time. So as you walk out the front door, you would see him probably either standing, leaning up against uh, the near the front door, maybe a post, or sitting, if there's a ledge, uh, sitting on the ledge, sort of twiddling his thumbs between the, the links of his war flail, waiting, uh, waiting for you, uh, not waiting too long, but waiting for you to walk out, knowing this is where you wanted him to be, because he wants to be prompt and paid. Uh, good, good morning, Mr. Thwomp. Thank you for being on time. Oh, hello, and he stands up. <clears throat> I, uh, of course... Thank you for having me help you. Now, to to bring you up to speed, I don't remember precisely what it is I told you. The That you would pay me to help you with something. <laughs> yes, but the important thing here is that we're investigating the disappearance of the owner of the uh, thirsty alpaca. It has collapsed and he has gone missing. The 
There are reports that he has been seen wandering around the warrens to the north, around the Gaunt Lights. About that that time, you see, uh, kind of come up, somebody come up to you at a relatively quick pace, a small creature. It is a bolt, bright purple skin, has a, a green crest, little vestigial wings. It holds out his claw to you. Is this uh, Mr. Solus? Solus Potentius? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Excellent, excellent. My name is Krentic. I've been working with the mayor to try to find out what happened to, to poor Harold. In fact, he put me in charge of, of of the commission to determine what had happened. We haven't had much luck. Uh, just, uh, is there any questions I can I can answer for you? Uh, I was one of the leaders of the Kobolds. Uh, we, uh, we want to do anything we can help with the city to find Mr. Harold and, and give closure to his family, but uh, everything we've done so far has been for naught. Maybe, maybe you can Maybe you can ask the right questions, perhaps, and maybe I can provide some right answers for you. First off, what precisely was it that your people were doing under there? We we had been run out, so to speak, of the Gauntlet in recent years and have been expanding our warrants farther away from the Gauntlet. Uh, some, some stronger factions, I guess, had been encroaching, not necessarily stronger creatures. I mean, Kavolda, the mightiest, obviously. However, their numbers were greater than ours. Uh, we found it necessary to expand southward. Unfortunately, we had a few younger hatchlings that were a little too overzealous in their digging and got a little bit too close to the foundations of the Thirsty Alpaca and caused a cave-in, unfortunately. And were any of these younglings harmed? No, fortunately, they were not. They were able to spring right into action, trying to assist the people that were. Granted, uh, typically, kobolds that suddenly appear in a city aren't really looked upon very well. Indeed. So there was a Indeed. bit of a misunderstanding at first, and the guards were called, and we cleared it up very, very quickly without any bloodshed. But we felt so horrible. We've pretty much given ourselves completely over to the town to try to make restitution. There's about 15 of us that live here now among them and do whatever construction and projects that they, they need, any sort of engineering. We kobolds are really a deft hand at it, you see. What sort of engineering, if I may ask? Well, we help maintain the giant's wheel and the the sawmills. Uh, we help with some issues with the harbor uh, causing erosion. Um, various things like that, building projects. We're trying to draw up plans to rebuild the Thirsty Alpaca, actually. We're very, very close to, to getting all the materials and the, and the monies together to be able to rebuild it. We think it'll be a relatively quick process to do so. If my accomplice here does not object, I, I, I should like to be shown this place. Could you I'm direct me to, to it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you guys were at Crow's Casks. It's not too much of a walk. You do have to... Uh, make your way across the river. Uh, so you gotta have to go south um, down to Sandy Street, or to Menhemi Street, across the bridge. Go a little bit north and, and right on the right on the riverfront. There's essentially a crater in the ground. Not very large. 15-20 um, feet across. That has caused everything to kind of sink into it. Just collapse in on itself. The 
building wasn't very large, uh, maybe 30 by 30, two-story, but it lost you know, 10 feet in a corner, and it just kind of slumped in on itself. You mentioned that your people were working on foundation repairs from water erosion of Riverfront's properties? No, not the, at the harbor. Whenever there's, uh, whenever there's a large storm and we lose a bit of the shoreline, we, we try to shore it up and, and try to pack in more sand and, and dirt and just try to maintain as best as we possibly can. This, this, was, this was due to our own construction before we had gotten uh, involved with the town. The collapse was, you mean? Yes, the collapse was. And it was immediately thereafter that the owner, Mr. Ryston, disappeared? Ryston, Mr. Ryston. He disappeared in the, in the minor chaos that ensued as the entire structure collapsed. He ran into our tunnels and we feared chasing him. Ford was quite trapped, trying to protect ourselves from behind and we didn't want to chase after him. It was dark. Uh, we feared the worst for not only him, but for ourselves if we had immediately tracked him, though. I do wish we had gone after him immediately. Perhaps we would have been able to find him. And these tunnels lead directly to the Warrens northwest of town? More or less. Uh, it's about a mile and a half straight shot directly into the gauntlet, uh, the lower levels thereof. You know, a lot of people don't realize not just what you can see on the surface, you know. And what is there on the surface? Just an old ruined keep, big tower, uh, vermin, flies. Now I think there might be some goblins or some such knobs nonsense taking up refuge there. And underneath? Underneath is a little bit more complicated, I think. Uh, we never went too far down. We only went down in the first sub-level, but we know it does go deeper. Things pushed up the gremlins, which pushed us out, but we don't know what pushed them up. Very well, then. Uh, nothing further is coming to mind, Mr. Thwump. Sounds like we gotta go north. Indeed. Uh, thank you... Thank you, Mr. Krentek. If, if you could, please, if anything else comes to mind that you remember or that you notice, please send for me at the uh, Crow's Casks. Excellent. I, I would like to ask if, if you do come across any remains of my kin, please do them the honor, perhaps, of a burial or maybe say a few words. It would, I know it, I can't really give you anything for it and may not seem like much, but Knowing that you did it as a, a man of faith would give me tremendous, tremendous joy. Indeed. I will make every effort to. Do I know how to do a, uh, a kobold funeral? I don't know. Let's do a... Let's roll, let's roll some dice. We'll All right. <laughs> let's, let's do a knowledge society. Uh, I have a... I have a religion check. No society? No society. Hmm. probably have absolutely no idea. Okay. Well, I, I could just roll a society. It's a plus zero. Sure, let's do it. Okay. 
That is a 13. You have a decent idea that you're supposed to invoke their ancestor dragons and ask for their guidance in getting them to the afterlife. All right, good. Very vaguely, that's what you know. Um, I don't, I don't really think, and you get the feeling that he would just be honored if, if you did literally anything for them because they've not been able to return. Okay. To administer okay. to their to their dead or, or their lost comrades. Okay. Fair enough. Sounds good. At the very least, we'll bury them. Indeed. Well, thank you so very much. If if you need anything else from me, if you have any other questions. Thank you, certainly. You'll be able to find me. Just ask any kobold you find in town or the mayor. They'll be able to get you in touch with me. Certainly. Host haste. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, Godspeed and fare thee well. Thank you to you as well. Now... He skitters uh, off back towards the direction of the Menheme's estate on the east side of town. To the gauntlet, then. To the gauntlet. Excellent. A quest is formed! So on to our other pair of adventurers who have already met up that we saw last week. So let's check in on Tovin and Yosef. <clears throat> Excuse me. <sighs> so last time we, we had left, uh, I'd actually went over and picked up. I literally picked up Yosef. <laughs> yeah, we were just leaving my place of residence. Yeah. Uh, you were taking me uh, up to the gauntlet, which I believe uh, Yosef has said that he's heard of and never really had the compunction or chance to explore. Um, might as well. Better now than ever. Um, I kind of imagine us like on the way there, since we kind of just, you know, more or less briefly talked and then took off. Um a little conversation uh, in the midst of everything else we're saying. It's like, oh, uh, by the way, uh, how are you dressed? Are you in any kind of armor or anything? Or uh, No, I'm, I'm wearing absolutely no armor whatsoever. Uh, what, do you know anything about the gauntlet, by the way? Besides what uh, uh, no roof lady told you? No, uh, that's pretty much all I know for the area. I mean, I, I've, I've come through here once or twice, but I, I've this was never an, uh, happening while I was here, so... Um, yeah. Okay, um... Well, if... We're trying to go to the Fogfen and then to the Gauntlet real quick, uh... I feel like I should probably be a little bit more prepared. I'm just in my robes right now. Um, well, let me go back upstairs real quick and uh, grab my things. And, um... He'll, well, I mean, I, I imagine it's only like maybe 100 feet away from the bar. So he'll scamper back on all fours and run upstairs um, past his landlord and into his room. And it's, you know, cluttered and it's really small. It's honestly just a loft space that kind of overlooks the bar down below. And he's got like a bunk bed, but the bottom bunk is just covered in boxes and detritus and old stuff that he has just collected over the years. And he reaches underneath one of those boxes and pulls out uh, a small case uh, that's wrapped in twine and unwraps it um, and pulls out a uh, spiked chain and loops it on his belt 
and then he goes to a different shelf across his room on uh, top of one of his wardrobes and pulls out a like a, a leather wrapped twine package and undoes it and uh, a mixed uh, a set of I believe what are the colors of that deity I'm forgetting all of a sudden uh, like uh, a spiral looking uh, cloth underneath and a spiral symbol made of silver that he will take as well um and also, in another box, grabs a old shoddy set of what looks like just regular leather armor. Straps it on real quick and comes back downstairs. It's like, okay, I think I have everything I need. I've grabbed uh, my... Oh, oh, one more thing. And uh, upstairs, next to the door, uh, behind some, uh, some cloth hanging off of a, a hook, uh, he grabs a, a small box and brings it down with him and uh, puts it under his coat. He's like, never know when you might need some kind of uh, on-the-field healing, if you know what I mean. Uh, I actually do know exactly what you mean. That's kind of my trade. Ooh? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a... I guess you could say I'm a medic. Um, I, I mainly go... Tra- I travel from, from uh, municipality to municipality and peddle my healing to... to uh, help spread the word and also to make a living. It's it's kind of my calling. Uh, I'm no medic or, or uh, healer, at least not at this point, but uh, it is always useful to have some kind of way to patch yourself up when you don't have that direct line, you know? But regardless, I think I have everything I need and I think I'm ready to go. Uh, I think I think the last thing I need to do on the way out of town is we're crossing the bridge. My, uh, I, I work at a little uh, eatery and bar here in town called Crooksnook, and I need to just let them know I'm not going to be there today. Fair enough. Go ahead. Um, as long as we can make it there before dark, that's... Oh, that's it's no, it's no problem at all. Shouldn't take long. It'll be another way out of town. All right. I, I think I'm ready to go, uh really interested in seeing what's going on out there especially since it was so bright it was drowning out some of the stars that's uh must be some unheard intense of light such, yeah it's unheard just... of for such a small community hmm. well regardless i think we'll be well equipped i i i should hope so and he pats uh he pats his healing kit or as a healer's kit and uh his sacred text and his his uh, holy symbol that he's got around his neck like the three tap, like when you get out of the car and you're checking for your keys, wallet. Yep, spectacles, <laughs> tes- yep. Uh, testicles, wallet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to lead the way? <laughs> sure, follow me, and uh, we'll pitter patter our way um, towards the uh, Crooksnook across the bridge over the Osprey. Excellent, excellent. So you make your way in. You know the little jingle at the door, bing, 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 and it's you walk in, and it's a. It's a tavern. Looks mm-hmm. fairly rough. Um, it's probably the roughest place in town, but that's not saying much. It's a very sleepy town. There's a couple guys that are not drunk, but they're lit early in the morning. So you know what kind of place this is, right? <laughs> so you get My in and town. make your way up to the bar. Take it away. Who do you need to talk to? Strasfoods here. Hello. Hello. Nice to see you again. I'm pretty sure I saw you here yesterday. Did you ever go home? 
talking to one of the guys. Uh, uh, what's it to you, man? Because I don't want to have to clean up whatever you throw up either here or immediately outside the vicinity. Go home. Oh, I got here this morning. Don't give me any crap, man. Regardless, somebody get some cold water for him. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, what is Yin Zirin? Yeah, yeah, Yin uh, Zirin, she's, uh, guess yeah, she's her. back there, <laughs> back back behind the bar. Uh, yeah, I mean, you work here, man. Just go on in and talk to her. Who are you? I'm, I'm a regular. That's what I am. My name's Phil. Did you, did you say regular or irregular? Both. <laughs> it's just I'm that regularly way. irregular. This is a normal. There's no fiber awful. in this town. It's all fish. <laughs> <laughs> the rye crop has failed. I know. <laughs> Actually, he just pointed like, "Why are you asking me? I wasn't talking to you. Oh, There's I'm... other people that work here." Well. You talk to me first. (laughs) All right, (laughs) Phil. (laughs) So he'll walk back and like lift. Oh, he doesn't have to lift up like the little bar divider. Uh, He can just walk right under it and uh, goes into the back where he uh, where you can see that uh, amongst the uh, kitchen area uh, that is set up in the uh, back corner here, there seems to be a uh, Cirque du Soleil. uh, trapeze act set up amongst all of the cookery um, and utensils um, and Yosef kind of swings his way through and around them until he gets to the other side of the room and knocks on uh, a, a small uh, but secluded room with a shut door and he's like Gins excuse me are you there it's open I know I'm here I know I'm here early uh, hello hello come on in um, Yosef sorry to bother you I was just uh I'm letting you know that I was uh, approached by some people um, that apparently need some help with something going on uh, outside of town. Um, I'm really sorry to uh, to let you know like this, but I thought I'd come and tell you in person also. Um, I have all of my PTO days, so hopefully this shouldn't be an issue. (laughs) Where are you heading? If you don't mind me asking, where are you heading? Uh, I was approached by this strange dentist uh, to go to um, the gauntlet. Uh, apparently, according to him and no ceiling lady who lives in town, um, it is glowing green late at night. So we're going to go find out why. She looks and at you and she raises her eyebrows. She's like, That's, what, I've seen that look. What? What? Interesting. What it's an interesting coincidence that you're going to the gauntlet. What? I okay, got. What do you know about? I got a. I got a couple men. That decided that they were going to go up there and see if they could find some artifacts or something. I told them it was crazy yeah, you... talk. That place has been scraped apart years ago. Yeah, that's why I never went. You told me there was nothing there. Well, they went anyway. Went last night and said he'd be back this morning. I've heard absolutely nothing from him. Uh, who is him? Who went? Remember the guy that you beat at the pie eating con or the pie making contest yesterday? It's a pile pesty, but guess. Yes, yeah, whatever. It was him. Heilbrook? The guy that said it was sabotage and just took off? Yes. That's the one. Oh, bit of a hothead. Be, he's gonna be really happy to see me. Well, just 
keep an eye out. I'll compensate you for your time if you're able to find him. Just let me know if you do. Hey, I can do you one better. Um, my landlady was actually wondering if I could make more of those pasties for her place. So I was wondering, um, before I was contracted by Crazy Dentist, um, if I could um, take uh, some supplies from the kitchen uh, and, and make some for her to sell, if that was okay. If, how about if I find Heilbrook, you just go call it good for me missing a day. I guess, I guess that'll work out. Um, excellent, excellent. Good, good, good. Now, go on, before I change my mind, uh, we're going to be short-staffed today, and... Mm. Well, if everything goes well, hopefully I'll be back, uh, you know, before the sun goes down. Dosvidanya! And he skitters out the door. <laughs> Excellent. Your PTO days. <laughs> right? So, PTO yeah. days. Galarian has PTO, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the... Um, a it's rat the fry cook union. Just, I think a rat just being in the kitchen is an OSHA violation. Right? <laughs> Definitely some health code. That's racist. <laughs> Actually, I think it's um, ancestrous. Now. I was going to say only here. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. It's heritageist. Something like that. Well. So are you guys going to pretty much head straight there? Yeah, he'll skimper back outside and... And uh, make sure to not fall in some of the open holes that lead to the river uh, inside of the crook's nook uh, that people occasionally wrestle over. That's a really fun way to sober up. You should tell <laughs> Phil that. <laughs> Go take a swim. As you guys um, start to leave, it starts to rain a little bit. Oh, great. And it quickly becomes a... I don't want to say it's a full-on downpour, but it's fairly wet. Oh, great. We're going to give us a nice rain check for that. As you head oh, north. I'm cozy. I forgot my galoshes. Do you even wear shoes? No. Just <laughs> master splinters it the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> well, as luck would have it, as you guys make your way um, across the bridge on the north side of town, you run across a large hobgoblin and a man dressed to the nines in armor for Order of Last Wall. Or are you not dressed to the nines in armor for the Order of Last Wall? Uh, it's a half plate. It's mostly a cloak and cloth with a, a metal breastplate and metal, metal uh, arm. It's, Perfect. Yep. At any rate, you guys end up crossing the bridge at roughly the same time. And it becomes pretty apparent quickly that you may be going the same direction. Toven, I think we're being followed by a golem and a troll. <laughs> I don't quite know what that thing is. It's a goblin, but really big. Oh, my. What's wrong with its ears? <laughs> hey, you! <laughs> what are you? Have you uh, are you familiar with the, uh, the, the play Shrek? You know, do you recognize these, these, uh, these guys? Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming Yosef just screamed at me. Yeah, he's before. kind of got the impression we're going in the same direction. Right. And he's he's too old to care about uh, first introductions. So, <laughs> is this, so I look is this like a two person two person bridge, <laughs> and like four people are trying to go at the same <laughs> time, like pushing right, against like, each other's shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> you come here often. I look at, I look over at Solstice and go, "That's the guy that made the pies yesterday. You're the guy that made the pies yesterday, huh?" For fuck's sake, it's a pasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked like be a, a pie. gag. 
<laughs> also, are we not going to acknowledge the fact that evidently Otari has po'boys and nobody said a goddamn thing? Po'boys, <laughs> yeah. Trevor was like, what if I just put some fish on a bread and yeah. did that? And Mike was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you I had po'boys and I've been choking down pasties this entire time. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with my pasty? That was, that was you, Saffron. right? That was you. You made the. You made it, and you won. And I yeah. won. What did you? Oh yes, that's right. You were the brute with the saw yesterday. Yeah, that and was. And you, me. you were also big with the saw, but somehow not quite as brutish. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. And I pulled teeth. I also don't believe we've met. Do you have a face under that? I'm assuming you're wearing full plate. Uh, no, I'm not wearing a helmet, but I'm wearing a hood against the uh, rain. Yeah. Like I said, most it's mostly cloth uh, with a breastplate and some uh, armor. Gotcha. Yep. You ask you ask Solus that question and not yeah. acknowledging social cues. I interrupt to go. I'm Bill. His <laughs> hand extended straight. It's <laughs> like right in Yosef's face. Yeah, he just, just smiles and he, he wraps his entire hand around like your index finger. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it. And, w- and Yosef goes up and down a little bit. <laughs> I almost, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I lift your feet off the ground just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> Very strong. I, that, that's like a plus four bonus handshake right there. Thank you. You're very small. And I am <laughs> Solus Point Attentus at your service. Yosef Lovkaruki. Nice to meet the both of you. What a last name. Mine's Thwump. <laughs> and also, um, I'm here. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and I'm Tobin. <laughs> and this is my friend, Crazy Dentist. His name is Tovin. Hello, Bald, Crazy Dentist. pale-skinned, bat-looking man. I'll, uh, I'll hand them my card. It's just it's for for the uh, the temple of uh, the, the Cosmic Caravan. It's a it's molar. Like, it's like this big in my hands. Like, <laughs> yep. My uh, God, it has a watermark. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it's like this big in my hands. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is great visual humor for an audio medium. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Ray picked up a tiny badge. <laughs> yep, and I Jake, picked up a, a penny. Jake, Jake picked up a, uh, a valve index. Nice flex there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who said what it was. <laughs> I look at Tobin and go, well, you are a little creepy, but uh, where are you going? You know, I was about to ask the same thing. Um, you wouldn't happen to also be heading to Gauntlet, right? I'm following this guy, and I point over at Solace. Uh, yes, the two of us were tasked with investigating a disappearance of a certain individual from town. Oh, recent? Uh, the guy that uh, he, he owns the thirsty alpaca, right? Correct. He fell that is into correct. the ground. That, that is correct. I, he was last name is seen escaping my mind. I'm good at faces, but he's a cobalt. I'm pretty sure he's. I know uh, he's a he's a he's a human being. Uh, his name is Harold. Bill pays attention. His name is Harold Ryston. Oh. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, I remember the cobalts uh, coming forward and claiming responsibility. Very strange from those creatures. Didn't see that coming. Indeed, and uh, he was last seen somewhere around the Gauntlet Keep. We were tasked with investigating it and hopefully bringing him back safely to his family. How, how long ago was this? How what long ago was this? Has he? How long has he been? Yeah, missing? I actually forget how long. It's only been like... A couple days. We talked to him this morning. No? <laughs> and today is the anniversary. The cobalt. <laughs> I'm just curious because this, uh, the, this uh, the reason that we're going for the, the gauntlet is the, the, the strange happenings there with the, it seems it's lit up recently. And uh, I'm just wondering if our timelines are going to match. 
it, Yosef, you seem to have a hazy memory. You're not sure exactly when it happened, but you think it was between six and eight months ago. Six and eight months ago. And he's been gone that whole time. Yes. All right. They're they're not expecting to find anybody living. They just want they want some closure. Yeah, what are, it sounds like Gurumula was looking for a body. That was over half a year ago. Be that as it may, then it is still good to bring the body back to his family so that they may have closure. Of course, it's very important to get a proper burial. I can and carry minimum four bodies. Thank you. And the two of you? Why? Why do you know that? <laughs> you don't want to know. But I'll tell you, sometimes when I'm working, I have to carry bodies off of where I'm fighting. So Yosef I turns can. away and brings Solas with him, and he's like, how long have you known him? <laughs> Less than 24 hours. I only arrived in town yesterday. I think, I'm, I think Tobin's going to warm up to it. Like, I've also spent a lot of time on the battlefield, also dealing with bodies. I cannot tell you how many corpses I've stitched together. <laughs> I can't tell you how many corpses I've moved. Yosef is starting to seriously question his decisions. <laughs> Hey, we all we all have to we, listen. That's how I earned my my keep. That's how I I, I uh, got my chops up for this job. All right, how, what do you do to body? They don't then? they don't bring you the princess to start with. You have to work your way up. He looks at Solus and he's like, "Do you do creepy things to corpses too?" No, I would never desecrate a corpse. That, that that's unlawful. A sin against God and man. Uh, desecrate practice. You call you know potato potato. It's all tubers in the end. No, there's a clear distinction between true medical practice and desecration of a corpse. I don't I'm not see it. desecrating it. <laughs> I'm just moving it. One's a job and the other's mental sickness. Yosef, then what what was it that the two of you were doing? Um okay, so uh, there is a, a a strange lady who lives around town and she's not that strange. She's just a little eccentric. She turns away from you and looks at Solas, up at Solas, and says, she lives in the house with no roof because she's afraid of closed spaces. Yeah, so what? Cattle live in, in houses with no walls. What a weirdo. <laughs> then it's not a house. Potato, potato. They're all tubers in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dionysus' man. Holds out a plucked chicken. <laughs> yeah, don't make me Diogenes, you. <laughs> Diogenes man. <laughs> no, that's Plato's man. Diogenes the chicken. Yeah. Oh. This has been philosophy talk with Rolfer and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the extent of it. <laughs> I'm glad. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, her name is Rin Savixi, and... Um, she and Tolvin uh, evidently worship the same deity, and uh, it's very uh, crucial that they can see the stars. And lately, the stars have been drowned out by some eerie green glowing light that is originating from the god light. And uh, leaders to say, shouldn't be doing that. And not to mention, uh, on our way here, my employer at the... Uh, a bar here in town has a, a associate who went to go to those ruins last night and evidently has not returned. Curious, curious. So it seems that it's just in the last several hours that this went from curious to rather serious. And I'm glad I grabbed my supplies. And he taps a box on his hip. <laughs> anyway... 
I want to get out of this rain, and Gauntlet is not that far away, so let's get going. Indeed, yes. About the time you say you do want to get out of this rain, it it starts to lighten up as you make your way into the edges of the fog fen, and you start to hear the sounds of the swamp. This uh, swamp isn't supposed to be particularly dangerous. Uh, Just make sure you stick together. It's not a long walk until we get there. About 20 minutes or so. Very well, then you're familiar with this area. I've lived here for a while. It's like I said, I've had no compunction to go to uh, Gondlight itself, but, you know, during the daytime, Fogfin is not terrible. It doesn't seem that bad. I, I was actually visiting um, Rinse Potato earlier, and I could see it from there. Jesus. Is that what she calls it? <laughs> so much tuber humor. Mm-hmm. Of course you work in agriculture. <laughs> I, I do nothing with potatoes, too. <laughs> it's just a pretty straight path there, too. It's, it's easy to see. You can, I mean, you can see the gauntlet from here. It's a bit overgrown, but the path is definitely clear. You know, it's traveled well enough still kids, thrill-seeking kids going out and taking a look and whatnot. That There's definitely a clear path making it. As Yosef said, you can clearly see the top of the gauntlet rising above the tree line from virtually anywhere. Uh, so that's where we're going. At night, evidently, it uh, glows green with a strange intensity. And that is our mission. That's very odd. Very. Tell me, you're a knight. Have you ever seen something like that in your many travels and crusades? Not quite like that, but not altogether different. Do you know what to expect? I don't. That's what worries me. I have some experience fighting the undead, but what comes from below the earth, I I cannot say. I've heard kobolds. <laughs> well, let's be cautious heading inside. And I guess we'll approach. Excellent, excellent. Well... As you near your destination, the sound of frogs and mosquitoes mixes with water sloshing against the muddy shores, all muffled by the ever-present mists that linger in the aptly named fog pen. As the mists clear, a shadow looms from the cloying swamp vapors. A sprawling ruin of stone and wood squats atop an island in the soggy marsh. The upper floors have largely collapsed, leaving only the stone walls of the ground floor intact. Above these ruins towers an out-of-place monument, a colossal lighthouse whose painted walls and cast iron-cased crown have resisted the corrosive effects of the surrounding swamp. Hmm. And you guys can probably start to take a look at your map. (gasps) Map change! (gasps) Baby, we're on a map. Oh, dynamic lighting. Dynamic lighting that's not awful and doesn't make your computer cry. Yeah. I I appreciate this. Holy. The fog of war, on the other hand, I can do that. Very nice, very (laughs) nice. So whose tokens are these? From the left, we have... Is that Todd? That's That's Bill Bill on the left. Okay, then that's Yosef. Then Solus. Is it Tovin? Yes, it is Tovin. You look weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, Jake, I've seen I'm looking at you right now, and you know what? Not impressed. <laughs> so as a as a little bit of an aside, we're doing something a little bit different, specifically in order to increase engagement on an audio medium. 
Typically, when you would play in a virtual tabletop, all of the tokens would be able to have vision of everybody else's token. We are not doing that in order to force communication so that the players <laughs> and myself will communicate audibly with each other about what's on the scene and not rely entirely on what they can see. They have to talk to other people about what they can see around corners, what they have vision on, because everybody has their own vision patterns. The worst part of it is that it does have to be forced. There are death threats that are that are, are shared in our, our cast chats. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll kill you for that. <laughs> <laughs> it spills out. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. You see in front of you a fairly imposing, albeit crumbling, structure. Made of stout stone. The wood's a bit rotten and crumbling. The walls seem to be, you know, 10, 15 feet tall. It's surrounded with uh, arrow slits all the way around the uh, perimeter of every wall. You seem to see arrow slits. There's bits of crude graffiti scrawled into walls. Here, things sloshing in the water from time to time. Probably nothing more than, you know, frogs and muskrats and the like. But the air feels closer here, heavier. It almost feels like you're always being watched more than you normally are in a swamp. You know, you know that you're being watched in a swamp, but you feel the eyes on you here. Something sits you ill at ease. Does anybody else get a really strange feeling? I do. It's evil. It chills me it's to my bone. This place does not look fun. There's something oppressive in the air. It's thick and heavy like soup. Proceed with caution. Yeah, and can we see the light? Do we see any green light spilling out of it? No, it's too bright still. Okay. Too bright in the day. It's it's kind of, it's down here near you. It's really foggy and heavy and cloying, but the sun above you is still bright. It looks like the tower is rising above the fog. There's not really any indication of a a light happening right now. Okay, I'm going to take a step forward and look at the door and uh, the stuff around it. What do I see? Um, looks like a normal door. It seems like there's, um, it's partially rotted, barely holding on to its hinges. Doesn't seem like it'd take much to open it. I'd fo- I'm going to follow behind him. I feel, I feel like I need to keep him protected, so I'm going to stay pretty close to him. Um, this is the door to... Probably it would have been a battlement or a watchtower in the heyday of this, but the upper floor is gone. You only have the base floor here. Hmm. See if it's unlocked. Yeah. I'm going to try to jiggle it. It just pushes forward. Just opens up for you. It's uh, some kind of vestibule I'm seeing. Rotted stone floor. Uh, some broken furniture. As you walk in... You see swaths of mildew and mold covering the damp surfaces of the watchtower, appearing as green and black smears on the dull stone walls. The door frames and the walls to the north and the south rotted long ago, while a few collapsed chairs lie on the floor amid small heaps of foul-smelling gray lumps. Thick sheets of dusty cobwebs hang from above, obscuring any view of the crumbling ceiling. Water drips from fetid, stagnant pools on the roof, trailing across a slightly crooked in dingy rivulets. 
What are those gray lumps? Can I inspect those? Yeah, um... You have a, uh... Knowledge nature? Let me check. I want to make sure. I... I mean, I have a plus two, but I'm untrained in it. Go ahead and go ahead and make a roll. Doing it. What is this? I rolled a natural nine for an eleven. You're not sure. Um, nothing springs to mind as to what this might be. Maybe everybody give me a perception on this. Okay. Secret rolls, there, Jake. Why did I privately roll those? <laughs> That's a fifteen. Seven. I got a fourteen. Twenty-three. Wow, that's impressive. Solus, Toven, you look up and note in the ceiling, you see a, a bunch of cobwebs and spiderweb. But you see that just beyond it, there's a slipshod network of soggy ropes and planks that things could run around on up there. Yosef, you notice that in the corner of it, there's a hole that leads up to the ceiling of this tower. And it looks like there is a pole up at the top of that hole with a rope that seems to be leading to the northeast. And about the time you guys notice all this, you start to hear some odd chittering. Tell me about what kind of languages you guys have. Um... I have, as Yosef, I speak uh, Common, Yosoki, uh, Draconic, and Aklo. Anybody? As Common and Undercommon. Excellent. Tovin, what you got? God, I'm going to have to, for some odd reason, I don't have these. God damn it, Todd. We said, be prepared! <laughs> Amateur hour. Shame. If, if I'm not you. noticing this... If I'm, I'm not. I don't know if I rolled high enough to notice you, this. You, you did not notice anything. You're just marveling at the lovely spiderwebs. Well, if there, if that's the case, do I, I notice this door at the other side of the room? If I can saunter my way over to it and check to see if it's locked. As you walk by, Yosef would probably like reach out and touch your leg and be like, "With, with, 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 with." There's something. Okay, I stop as you touch my leg. Look up. It's too dark. No, I have dark vision. I can see it. You said you know undercommon, right, Micah? Yeah, I did. I know yep. uh, common, undercommon, aclo, necril, shadow tongue. Okay. All right. So, Yosef and Bill would just kind of hear. Uh, finish. <laughs> <laughs> Tovin and Solus would recognize this as undercommon. And you hear them saying, you. you translate this as we are magical pixies you should eat our magical pixie mod it will give you powers <laughs> and snickering and 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 chittering and chattering and they they keep going on you hear about three voices yes 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 eat it it gives you it gives you strength strength like a dragon how the fuck is that awful noise uh, can I try to see through the if there's a deception here, can I try to see through? Are they saying something? Sounds yeah, they, like um, chipmunks. <laughs> I secret rolled these guys. They okay. they absolutely whiffed. 
absolutely everything they were trying to do on you guys. <laughs> okay. They they just they I got way below your um, okay. perception DCs. So that's why All I was of you. clearly I mean, so not convincing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, Secret rolls, man. Never get used to them. What yeah. is that supposed to be? What are they saying? Uh, some. It, it, it's clearly undercommon. I can't tell what those creatures are, but they're trying to bait us into eating these. Whatever these lumps are, I believe. What are they're they saying? That they'll give it strength. They'll give it us powers. Who are this? And what did they say about themselves? Said something about them being pixies. Did they mention being pixies? Sorry, they did. Yeah, they they, they did. said we are. This is our magical pixie mud. Okay. They they said they're pixies. Um. I don't think pixies speak undercommon. Uh. I wouldn't, personally, but uh, I'm not stopping you. It's up to you. Thank you. That that was my judgment as well. They keep they keep chittering and chattering. They they seem to be getting more agitated. You hear? You understand what I'm saying? They're not buying it. They're not buying it. What do we do we've now? Been, what do we do now? We've been made. Get out! You run! Run for the bus! Run for the bus! <laughs> and you Jeez. notice and hear thump 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 on the the planks above you. Oh oh. And you see three... Pixies are not that heavy. <laughs> three lovely little oh. gremlin-looking goobers oh. show Oh, up. is it happening? Ooh. And I'm going to show this to you, this lovely little... Ooh. Look how little cute guy. he is. He's kind it's of adorable, the size of his body. Yeah. Right? It looks like the guy that works at the bank in here from Harry Potter. <laughs> you willow? Those are aren't those goblins? They those, are goblins. Yeah. I think so. I'm... And I need everybody to give me a lovely roll for initiative. Oh. Wow. Hey. All right, let's talk about what we got, guys. I got an eighteen. I got a fourteen. It should just be in the combat tracker that popped up. Yep. Oh God. Why have you broken everything? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you destroy everything you touch, Todd? I can't help it. These hands. <laughs> These hands. <laughs> Used to be so strong hands. Just roll a perception check and we'll use that. I got a 24. Holy shnikes. All right. There we go. All right, Tovin. You have absolutely smashed everybody with your awesome 24 initiative. How are you going to begin this combat, you have three creatures that you can now plainly see above, uh, I'm sorry, two that have dropped down to the ground, and one is above you. Oh, one is above me? Yes, this one oh. here is above you. Oh, okay. So that would place him. How far up is he? The ceilings are ten feet. I will say that he's about eight feet above you. Alright. So, Pythagorean Theorem. Okay. Um... Well, I'm going to actually cast Guidance on Solus. I'm going to tap him on the shoulder and be like, you look like the strong sort. Can you uh, can you take care of this problem for us? I shall indeed. And I think that's all I'm going to do for that turn. Did you... Uh... Oh, you know Okay, what? you yeah. gave him Guidance. You have three yep. options, man. Yeah, that's true. Let me Let, let me do some knowledge. Can I roll a knowledge on these things? You I'm, can I'm roll familiar. a knowledge on one of these guys. Um, okay. Sorry, not, it's not knowledge anymore. 
It's a skill. It's it's well it's still it's a knowledge whatever the heck. Okay. Um, um nature? Mm, religion. These occultism? I'll let you do nature on these. Okay. Yep. Oh, here we go. And I got a 14. This is what's known as a mitflit. It's related to a gremlin. They're cowardly and self-loathing. Oh, sounds like my brother. And unlike gremlins, they've lost pretty much all of their ancestral magic. Is there anything specific you want to know about them? Um, do they have any weaknesses, I guess? They're weak to cold iron. Oh, it's, that's, that's all you're getting. Fucking stab them. spent the extra money on that. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. That's good enough for me. I will... Uh, you know, I will just move right behind Solus if I can. All right. Jacob, you're up. Let's see what Yosef Love Karuki oh. can do. Um, okay. I think what I would like to do um, is, as my first action, whip aside uh, my cloak and pull out a spike chain. And then I'm going to step five feet diagonally so I am 10 feet diagonally from the closest one that one's in the air will... that one's in above the air you. well he's not in the air he's on the the walkways above you oh so is he functionally 10 feet away from where I was standing <sighs> yes uh, then I am going to whip out at the closest one above me in an effort to trip him on the wooden planks excellent excellent cool uh, and if I believe we did this correctly, this just uses my attack with my spike chain because it is a finesse and agile, or not agile, but a finesse weapon. Um, so. On this one, so remember, trip, right, allows you to use, since this is an agile weapon, you yeah. use your athletics with your dexterity bonus. So remember, mm. trip weapon, it allows you to trip while holding a weapon without having hands free. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. I just have to attempt to trip him. Right. um, Rolling an athletics but using my dexterity instead. Right. So, instead of it just being a plus one, that would be a plus five. Cool. Because I am trained and I have a plus three modifier. That sounds right. So. At least that's the way I'm rolling it. Let me grab this may change in the future. My duck dice that my girlfriend got me. I'm rolling it. Physical. Uh, that is a natural six for an eleven. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't quite get him. He kind of hops over. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the end of my turn. All You're not going right. to try to take a step back. Uh, that's all. Mm. Yeah, actually, I should. I forgot I have that last action left. I would recommend. I guess I could just try I again. Taking a, a step just straight down and not diagonally, if you want to. Yeah, but then I have to attack around the corner at him. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I have a I have a ten foot reach. I'm not oh. worried. And if they approach, you'll be right there to defend me, won't I you? I sure will. Excellent. Uh, That's the end of my turn. All right. Well, next up is actually the creature that you attacked. He is going to run across the walkway above you to the corner of the room. Use one action to 
pull out a uh, what is it? a dart, and his final action to hurl a dart at Toven. So he's going to hurl, not my sweet baby boy, a dart at Toven. Hurl the two long shanks. Natural <laughs> fucking twenty. Wow! Wow! Starting off strong, aren't we? <laughs> so does a 28 hit. Yeah, that's actually a critical. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I mean, it's critical anyway, you son of a bitch. All right, so <laughs> I get to roll um, a d4 minus one. Yeah, and multiply by two. So that is a six points of damage. Oh, Ouch. my God. Okay. Tobin's okay. Got him, like, right in the neck. Right, Tobin's right in the okay. neck. And that is the end of that Metflit's turn. Raymond, you are up. I look over What's at Solus. Gonna do? I look over at Solus and I say, don't worry, I'll take care of them. And I pull out my great axe. And I'm going to move up to these two who are side by side. These two Metflits. And I'm going to swing my great axe. Pulling out my great axe is an action. Yes. Yes. And then moving over towards them is an action. Right. And... Which one are you targeting? I'm targeting this guy right here. I don't. Uh, how, what's the? Uh, you click on him and or yeah. right click on him, and you should be able to hit the little target beacon. Uh, nope. Okay, I, right, well, I target yeah. him for you. Okay, yeah. Him. And I will swing my great axe at him. That's definitely Four. a hit. Yeah, that's a twenty-one. What? Twenty-one for a twenty-one. 14 on the die. That is definitely yes. a hit. I come. I, I, I bring it over. Big, big double arm holding with two hands. Double arm sweep. And as I hit him, I attempt to point at the nether one and say, you're next. <laughs> nice. Let's roll for damage on that yes. one. Holy fuck. Oh, 14 oh, points max of damage. damage. Maximum damage. You absolutely clear him. <laughs> And cleave him in half. He is I, just dead. Now gone. my your next seems a lot more intimidating. <laughs> right at his oh boy. That's that's goodness. Bad. Just a lump of gloop on the ground. Joseph only kind of half sees this, but he's kind of terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Tobin is thinking about how he could stitch that back together. <laughs> <laughs> Solus, you are up. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to do pretty much the same thing. Action number one is to draw my sword. Action number two, run over to this fucker. Action number three, attack him. There you go. Okay. Let's see what you got. Hit me with your best shot. Do, 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 do. I can't target any of these guys either. It's a 23. Whoa. That is a hit. Very nice. Now, damage. Ooh. That's an 11. Nice. And Excellent. you get him right under the chin and slice uh, across his carotid artery on the left-hand side, and he just bleeds out right there in front of you in seconds. Oh. Just... <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'd no. like to use a free action to high five Solus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> and wow, you guys are 
getting this number one encounter, no problem. You guys were complaining about my freaking natural 20. <laughs> Bunch of whiners. All right, Tovin, you are up. Um, okay, well, it's not a whole lot I can do because... Um, Tobin is not exactly a martial character, <laughs> and he's, I, he's, he's sort of built for other things. Um, you know what? Uh, he's close enough. I'm going to cast a spell in the, uh, towards the one, the, uh, one that hit me with a dart. Oddly enough, I'm, I'm kind of perturbed about that. A little angry. And, um, I'm going to cast Admonishing Ray. Why are you going to admonish Ray? What did he do to you? Listen, there is a long, long laundry list that I have to deal with when it comes to Ray. But we don't have that kind of time in this podcast. We can, it'll be a separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's going to to uh, um, rest his hand on his holy symbol around his neck and, and uh, close his eyes and start chanting under his breath and... Um, yeah, there's going to be a, a an invisible force that strikes out at this thing. All right, I'm trying. Let's roll, I'm trying. Let's roll that damage. Oh my god! Oh, that oh, oh natural twenty! Natural 20. Oh my god! Oh got my god! Two in the first freaking combat, man. That is a magic crit a clap baby. back so, right there. Wow! So right here's there. the thing. It's. <laughs> Okay, so you choose to make it feel like a strong punch or a slap. <laughs> uh, it is. It's definitely a backhand. Uh, oh, and I'm gonna roll damage. Two backhand off times of the two, thing. Man. Oh my god! Twenty <laughs> points of damage. Holy crap! It was non-lethal though. Just so you know. Oh, it's non-lethal. Well, yeah. it knocks him out. He's cold. Out cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that I, I just I want him to fall out of that like a like a bird being shot out of a tree. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. I will say that you hit him <laughs> and it knocks him back up against the wall and he tumbles <laughs> over the ed, the edge of the, the ledge and then falls to the ground. And he breaks his neck and dies. And takes six one d six of falling damage. All right, you get a roll. Or you want me to? I got it. Okay. Three points of falling damage after having zero health because of non-lethal. He did. Wow. Broke his neck on the way down. So much for being non-lethal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let that well, be a lesson to you. And he spits on his corpse while he gets out his needle and thread. <laughs> yeah, is, is, everyone's dead at this point, right? All of them are dead. You have. I look at Yosef you and goes, now it's time to move the bodies. Where? Where are you moving them to? <laughs> I don't know, just out of the way. <laughs> Start stacking just, them. I, st- I want to uh, stack this one on this one for no reason. I mean, I mean, you could definitely carry like all three of them under one of your arms. I could just hold them in my in the palm of my hand like this. Just stack all three of them up. I um, I have a shovel at home. Um, either later tonight or tomorrow, I can bury them. Just leave them outside, and uh, maybe the natural fauna will come and. Uh, Take uh, take them away. Ah, well, no. Or we could just throw them in the water. No, that's not. It's not very respectful. They tried to kill us. Yeah, but they're already dead. You know, I mean. Yeah, to be one. To be fair, they were also kind of uh, uh, mocking us. (laughs) Just so you know. Again, (laughs) they died. Not. I mean, that was on them. Ah, I would have just went through the other door. Vermin with a heart of gold. (laughs) 
you know what? Uh, I really probably can't bury that one anyway. And he points to the one that's been cleaved in twain. <laughs> you I, don't um, have to dig two holes. I mean, I, I mean, I'm better. I'm, bet, I'm, I'm better off just putting what's left of it in a pot. You know. I say we rested. We we let we let Joseph do experiment this week. <laughs> this week on the Iron Chef. <laughs> um, hey, uh, 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 Solace, come here, lean down, please. Sorry, one more time. So, uh, uh, Solace, could you come here, lean down? I need to look at you. Yes, of course. Uh, and he <laughs> he notices that you have taken a fucking dart. To the or uh, not Solus, I mean uh, or, I'm sorry, I, I, I've got the models mixed up. Because, sorry, Tovin's model is really throwing me off. Tovin's model. It looks a, like a, I believe you, the girl from the. It ring. looks like an unfinished model. <laughs> it does. Yeah, no, I made him as plain as possible because that's, it, um, that's exactly how he's supposed to be. He'll look up at Tovin, who took a dart to the neck, and he's like, "Lean down to it real quick. Let me let me see." And I do. And you do. Thank you. In the in the, in the audio medium, Todd. I lean uh, down very uh, pensively. And uh, I will reach into my healer's kit and pull out some supplies and roll a medicine check to see if I can heal in this interim. Ooh. I do not. I got an eight with a natural three. Good shit. This is what happens every time I roll foundry dice. It's hot garbage. <laughs> Um, you know what? Let me try. And we get a plus one for that kit. I believe so. Actually, I don't know. I think it just gives you the it ability to do it. I rolled a, I rolled a 19. Ah, okay. I got you for 26. Very, very I'm, impressive. I'm actually better than ever. I'm getting stronger every day. Thanks for your <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> They've only made me strong. <laughs> Quit they thinking, work? Quit thinking and praying for me. I'm becoming unstoppable. <laughs> you must stop before it comes too late. Yeah, but um, So you uh, treat wounds, which means uh, you get 2d8 hit points back, and the wounded condition is removed. You don't have 2d8? Uh, on a success for really? treat wounds. Really? You get a 2d8 at level 1? Uh, I'm, you are holding healer's tools and are wearing them and have a hand free. You spend 10 minutes treating one injured creature, the medicine DC, yada, yada. To succeed at your check, you can continue treating the target to grant additional healing. And uh. If you treat them for an additional hour, uh, double the hit points they regain from treat wounds. The results of your medicine check are as follows. Critical success regains 4d8 hit points and the wounded condition is removed. Success, 2d8 hit points. Okay. Failure, so 1d8 wait, hit points. So I actually, I actually still healed you. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I didn't roll mine. Well, yeah, because way. even though I critically failed... Oh, no, critically fail is 1d8 damage. I'm sorry, I can't read. Oh, okay. um, so you did need to do that. And you gave yourself too much health and you die. Yeah, that's crazy. It just wraps Gross. around. I actually I, I actually split into Tobin squared. Fun fact, I believe we already I, talked about this, but it literally does wrap around in this game now. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a unsigned integer. If you go too far, you go into negative numbers. It's really bad. No, I think weren't you saying that there's like an enemy that there like is. pumps you full of yeah. positive energy until there you explode? Is. There's an enemy that pumps you full of positive energy and you'll explode from positive energy overflow. It's in Bestiary Three. It's freaking great. They are the worst. Like they're just so giddy about they're so giddy You're about You're not gonna everything. talk about me like that, Todd. I mean, I mean, I don't wanna say who it is. But so uh, That's why you tried yeah. admonishing me earlier. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so yeah, we'll take uh we'll take ten minutes, um and uh, he'll patch himself up. Actually yep. I think it was gonna take twenty because I failed and then he had to do it himself. Yep. Um so I could do it myself. So I'm gonna <laughs> another look behind the GM screen. 
in this game, typically if, with games you've played with me, we've done milestone leveling because it gives me a really precise control over exactly when you guys can level up for story reasons and stuff. But then I realize I screw that up more often than not. So we're using XP as defined by the adventure path. So I'm about to assign you guys some XP. Oh, God, where do I put How it? much do we I get? I can feel it. <gasps> 60. Oh, I have to add it myself. Yeah, you just hit the plus button, and it'll add it to add. your sheet. Where? Oh, I see it. It's in the chat. No, I'm on it. Where is it on the chat? It's on the... It's right next to the level, yeah. You know what, Todd? I was getting there, okay? I can inform people, too. This is why I hate you, Ray. I'm just saying. Bill is an extension of my own brain, okay? <laughs> Tobin is like my lighthearted side. <laughs> I don't Stitching want to see together the other corpses. Side. So, are you guys going to search bodies or search the room or anything along those lines? Well, I'm trying to throw the body in the river, but Yosef has some words against it. So, I want to I search mean, for where Yosef got his medical degree. No, I, is, uh, I just. Uh, I'm not very religious, but I do. Um, if I follow anything, it's just I like the tenets and teachings of Phrasma and, you know, Lady of Graves has a certain way about dealing with those who have passed, regardless of what kind of life they had. So she can deal with them after they're dead, but at least while they're here, I will give them the proper burial they deserve. That is very noble of you. And I want to throw them in the river. <laughs> I mean, Bill... I can't stop you. You're four times my size, but I really wish. But I, I want to really be your friend, so we must come to an agreement. I, I, um, I appreciate your compromise, and by compromise, I mean doing it my way. <laughs> I think that we should just move on, guys. I, yeah. uh, we should just. I'll take care of them later. We just move them outside, and let's move yeah, to the northern we'd let door. The, let, the, let it resolve itself. These things, uh, these things move in cycles. I'll come back with the shovel another time. All right. Like and I, I'll pick them up and carry them out front. That'll be the compromise. I won't throw them in the river, but I will throw them out the front door. <laughs> Perfectly good meat going to waste. It's just like you see a pigskin just come flying out the front door <laughs> yeah, if you're exactly. standing in front of <laughs> Gauntlet. <laughs> just chuck it. Whoa. Whoa. Is that, is that Peyton Manning inside of the Gauntlet? <laughs> Yosef, I have, I have four words for you. Pasty of the month. That's <laughs> <laughs> of the year I won. <laughs> I'm just saying, just uh, you know what? Just take the ingredient and really, really, you know, stretch out. Just see what you can hey, do. Hey, hey, hey. Do I walk into your ramshackle unit and tell you how to pull teeth? <laughs> uh, no, because the, after seeing you practice medicine on me, I want. Where did you go to study medicine? Was it DeFry? I don't know, but it certainly wasn't the boneyard like you, you fucking ghoul. <laughs> As they're fighting about this, can I make my... I was, I was going to make my way to this door earlier. Yosef yes. will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't alienate uh, anybody guys. that went to DeVry. <laughs> DeVry's a great school. Is it? No. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to bring it back, you know, bring back our divine listeners. We don't want you to listen anyway. They they don't know how to operate a computer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, they had to open a computer to to enroll online. Okay. <laughs> 
All right, I'm done making fun of people's educations. Can we move on? <laughs> There's a door over here. <laughs> I said, by the way, nobody saw my quotations when I said educations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking any kind of flag from somebody who says educations in their first language. <laughs> <laughs> you think common's my first language? It's certainly not your third. Can you go open the door? Uh, yeah, I totally... I'm first. Yeah, Tobin exclaims, Firsties, as he walks through the door. Firsties? First. <laughs> it's like a... It's a YouTube like, comment. Yeah, I was just going to say, like a YouTube comment. <laughs> the door, as soon as you kind of touch it, it just kind of crumbles open. It's well, great! It's absolutely rotted. Into Leroy Jenkins. Now look what you've done. The wooden drawbridge... Its timbers gray with age and decay spans the 20-foot gap between the outbuilding and sprawling ruin on the island. Rusty iron chains hang from the ruin's northern wall to the drawbridge's southern side. The chains look ready to fall apart, giving the drawbridge structural integrity an extra layer of dubiousness. The draw mechanism is rusted fast after years of neglect. Does it look like the bridge will break underfoot? Roll a perception check. Okay. I'm also going to roll that. I rolled a two for a nine. Okay. What'd you guys roll? Um, Tobin and I both rolled a natural two for a nine. It's a 17. That's an 11. A 17. 17. You can, uh, you notice that it looks like the supports for this bridge have been undercut a little bit more than they're already dubious looking and you think that if more than one person crosses at a time it may collapse I could throw you over tread lightly fellow no no just do the sensible <laughs> thing and take walk across one man at a time what if it breaks if we cross it one person at a time it shouldn't break alright I weigh a million pounds. No, I'm just I, I will go first. I'll go first. I have the density of a dying sun. <laughs> actually, Yosef should go first. I, I, I elect to be a... I, I actually elect. agree with you. You're too fat. And I run across the bridge. <laughs> I will note that as you're going across the bridge, kind of take note of your surroundings, and off to the east, you see that, that pool of water over there. Mm, yeah. There's tangles of reeds growing in thick clusters around the edge of the pond. Uh, the water appears for algae and the half-decayed body of a three-foot-tall scaly humanoid lies on the north bank, half buried. Oh, a smell of rot rises in your nostrils as you near the edge of the pool. A, sh- a school of tenuous carp gasp for air on the surface on the far bank, suffocating in the mud. Oh, God. Um, I found one of the kobolds, I think. And as he's across the bridge, no longer on it, he'll point the east over there in the water and he's like oh, I'm pretty sure somebody can feel free to but double check say uh, he's right around here like on the shore on the shore he's like half in the water half out of the water oh oh so the lower half of him probably isn't even decomposed because it's a swamp right gross it's okay it wasn't your fault whose fault uh, anyway, while I'm across the door, I am. Is this is this door unlocked or across the? If I'm across the door bridge, is this one to the north unlocked? If you push on it, it moves. Really? Okay. 
Alright, I turn and look back to the rest of them. It's like, it's unlocked. Just come across one at a time. Alright, it's very rickety. Tobin crosses. Now, uh, uh, after you, Bill. Alright. Make my way over. Now, from where I'm standing on the other side of the bridge, <clears throat> being that I'm six foot eight, would I, can I reach safely the ground but below me? Like, if um, I were to, like, sort of crawl off the bridge and try to jump down off the ledge. It's only about four feet down. So, I mean, you could just hop off, no problem. Okay. Um, he was, as he said, a humanoid creature, I remembered this. We're looking for a human. So I'd like to come down. Oh. <laughs> the attempt said, I cannot jump down. Okay, okay I can move you over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll move you over there because I have these. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I want to go over to the body and hold it up towards Solus. Is this the guy we're looking for? I don't <laughs> sort of shake, sort of shake him a little bit to get all the swampy shit off of it. Uh, Unlikely, the skull falls off. Human. This is a human. I, well, I don't guess. I guess I should do an investigation to see if he said a humanoid-looking creature with scaly skin. Said scaly. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't catch that part. It's like guys. The narrator said. <laughs> <laughs> I heard humanoid. Humanoid. So this isn't the guy we're looking for. I doubt it. Put it back down walk back over. As you pick him up and you shake him, uh, his belt pouch falls off, and there's uh, you hear the jingle of coins. Ooh! And Yosef runs over. And you see a tiny little um, pouch, another pouch come off, and you open it up, and there is a spike snare in the pouch that you could set up. Can I have that? Sure. He's not the guy we're looking for. No, well, uh, uh, I'm, I'm Bill, sad <laughs> that it's not our well, guy. Well, uh, here, can you do me a favor and instead of throwing him like you did with the mis- mis- misfits, whatever the fucking called, misfits. could you could you uh, could you gently set that one outside? Uh, the, uh, I'm pretty sure you uh, the the uh, you told me one of the kobolds was approached you and asked to bury them, right? Yes. Okay, well then set him outside so I can take care of that later. I can do that. I pick him up and I throw him over my shoulder, pull myself up on the, uh, back onto here. Oh, I can't. There's a wall in my way. As you start to move, though, uh, you see ripples in the water. And something rises up. Oh, no. The Loch Ness Monster. Oh, God. Out of the water. Oh, it's a large, looks like a frog with fangs. Oh, no. Comes up out oh, of the water. Oh, don't like oh. That. He looks Russian. Don't. And opens his opens Wasn't his he in Dune? <laughs> and everyone, roll for initiative. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that looks like the dumbest way somebody could spell Slark. <laughs> What's that hero called? Slurk? And there, look. Suddenly I rolled. Yeah, I rolled a 16. Okay. Look, a natty 20 for Oh, Jay. wow. Wow. Got look at 27. this. What's everybody got? What did everybody get? I rolled a 17. 22. Excellent. I did a 16. Look at this. I look at this a 27. Combat. Oof. Dang, that's nice. Look, the slurk, look at this combat tracker. Slurk yeah. didn't do well. Yeah. Slurk did not do well. All right, he pops slurk. up out of the muck and adds... Despite being stealthy and trying to get the jump on you, you guys just are too perceptive for him. Or so too dumb. the Rhine, 
the round starts with Yosef. Oh, boy. Um, Yosef wants to run back through this door because I am to the north. I'm going to move through this door, and then I see that Solus is still on the drawbridge. And I know that I cannot walk onto the drawbridge lest it break. Um, Do you think that I, uh, you would be fine on the drawbridge because you're small? Yeah? Yes. So me and him could, okay. Yes. Um, then I'm going to step out very rickety and uh, not sure how much I trust this. And how, if I walk out, can I see where Raymond in the slurk is? Yes. Oh, he's, it's right there. Um, is it feasible to say I still have my chain whip out? Yes. Uh, okay. I would like to attack this thing. Beautiful. Let's go for it. With my 10-foot reach. Spike chain. Roll. I'm going to use foundry. Don't fail me now. Natural three. Why am I surprised? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, that's um, a big fat mess there, buddy. Uh, I'm going to believe in foundry one more time before I never use it again and go with... Uh, uh, we're going to get it this time. It's only a plus one to that's hit. That's a true RNG. Uh, it's a natural eight. I don't believe you at all. Um, <laughs> that's my round. Well, that's that's two misses there. Natural eight for a nine. Uh, that's three. That's, that's... I haven't hit anything yet. Oh, that's just this round. Calm down. Micah. Okay. You're up. Is there anything well, I know so about this creature? Any possible thing I can... Um, We could roll knowledge nature. Okay. Or if you feel like you have a lore that might work for no, this guy. No, definitely not. That is a that is an eight. No, you can't say you've ever seen anything like this before. Okay, uh, because uh, Jake still had his chain drawn, do I still have my sword drawn? I would say that everybody, once you got into a combat, you'd be kind of ready for something. Okay. So I'm going to say you all have your weapons out. Then can I hop down to right here? I'll allow it. Okay. Then I'd like to take an attack. Cool. Go for it. Natural one. Oh. Nice. Good yeah. RNG. Yeah. That's that's. Well, I mean, that's how RNG works, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a that's a no good. Yeah. That's a no good. That's that's a miss there, buddy. You gonna try it again? That was my third action. Wait, really? Yeah. You hop down and then did one attack. The first action, the the knowledge check. Does that not count? Oh, that's oh, right. I completely right. forgot about the knowledge yeah. check. I, I keep forgetting that that's a thing. All right, yeah. No, that's it. Ray, you are up, though. Can you? I will say that you, however, do not have your weapon out because you just picked up a kobold. You're carrying right. a kobold body. Yep. So I, I pull out my, my war flail. <sighs> You're disgusting looking. Swing it at it. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's see what you got there. Oh, an 11. Yeah, that's a mess there, buddy. Try it again. Oh, Try yep, it again. Yep. Do one more. Okay. 21. Ooh, 21. Oh, natural 19. That's a hit there, buddy. Nice. Now is that a crit by chance? No, that is okay. not a crit. No problem. My war flail has something on a crit, but we'll roll some damage. Oh, oh, I rolled it twice by accident, so don't take the second one. I apologize. 13. Well, they were the same roll. I know. I just actually double click them on, on this computer that I'm not going to trash talk on here. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. All right. So well, 13 points of damage. Nice. That's, that's pretty good. That that hurt pretty bad on that guy right there, man. Now, uh, last question. Moving five feet is an action, correct? Yes. Okay, gotcha. No worries. Yep. Um, but if you only move five feet, it's a guarded step, so it would not... It's called a step instead of stride. 
and it gotcha. does not trigger attack trigger attacks of opportunity. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, if thanks. something has an attack of opportunity. Gotcha. Thank you. All right, good old buddy Tovin, what you got, buddy? Uh, well, having seen Yosef uh, and Solus being on the bridge together, um, and Solus not being there anymore, I'm going to run behind Yosef um, on the bridge, and I'm going to cast. I'm going to push him. Yeah, <laughs> push. Get rid of him. Drown him like a rat. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to cast guidance on him and, and whisper in his ear as I touch his shoulder. I want to see you harm better than you heal. And then I want to... <laughs> and then I want to uh, try a nature check on this thing. Or right, are you going to be disappointed? <laughs> uh, I rolled an eight. I, oh, yeah. Okay. You don't, that's, you don't recognize yeah. this creature either. That's it for me. All right. It's up. This froggy-looking goober is up. He is going to look over at... Uh, the big old hobgoblin down, and he's gonna squirt something from his mouth. <laughs> Adam, and let's see if we can get you. Oh, it's a natty sixteen yes. for a twenty-five. Is that a hit? That is a hit. Is that maybe a crit? It is not a crit. Ah, that's a shame. You have <laughs> no, been. No, it's not. <laughs> you have been hit. With an entangling slime, you are now Ew. clumsy one. <laughs> Already there. Take a five foot penalty to speed for an hour. It, okay. it gooped you. It, you, oh, you got man. gooped. Oh, I done no. got gooped. Is he suddenly not getting vaccines? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the slime can be removed, but it takes three actions to do so. Oh, I can still. Oh, I can still do other actions. Right, but you're okay. clumsy one, which means all of your attack actions are at a, a minus one penalty. So we can, I think we can set clumsy on you in some way. Uh, yeah, I, think Bill, should, I think Bill should be permanently clumsy. No, there's no clumsy. As a uh, yeah, but you are clumsy oh, one, which is All right. minus one. Okay. And now he's gonna attempt to. Is there no damage for that attack? No, no damage okay. for that okay. one. He's gonna try to gore you now with his tusks. Ah. Well, that's Here not comes very the damage. Money. I know, right? Right. What we got. Now that is a miss. Natty four for a ten. For ten, that is a miss. And he's gonna try one more time um to gore you. Oof, twenty-one is a Natural hit. Natural twenty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a hit. Alright, here we go. That's twenty points of damage. Oof. I would like to step crit. in with my re- retributive strike. Down nice. but not out. Okay. So you take uh three fewer damage. Excellent. So, and, 17? Yep. And now I hit him. No, you take 18. Three fewer than 21 is 18. Yeah, sorry. Okay. And uh, now I make a strike. With my long strike. Nice. Get him, get him. Get that froggy boy. 25 to hit. Excellent. Ooh, that's a hit. That is Thanks. a hit. Thanks. All right. Oof. That is 10 damage. Oof. Dang, that's pretty good, man. Not enough to kill him, but he's on his last froggy legs, let me tell you. None will hurt my allies. Never again. Thank you. Wow. Yosef, you are up. Okay. So I want to do some, and you can feel free to tell me no. But um, I see on the map that there are chains going across above us for this drawbridge. Um, 
I want to move 10 feet back in between Tobin's legs underneath him. Or not 10 feet, just 5 feet to the left. And then I want to take a little 5 foot run back over. I want to try to use my chain whip and I want to long jump over um, my buddy here, uh, Solus, over the slurk and on the other side to flank. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Because I think that sounds cool. First, I'm going to roll a d20 and it's going to be a DC5 flat check. Okay. If you pa- or you're going to roll a d20 for a DC5 flat check. If okay. you and let let's go through this tell you how I want to do this before you decide if you want to do this or not. Okay. Roll a DC5 flat check. If you succeed, you will get a plus 5 to the acrobatics check that you're going to have to make to jump. Okay. If you fail, you will um, fall into the water and take 1d6 damage. Okay. And um, if you fail either add... the flat check or the okay. other. I'll do the flat check right now. Okay, let's go. Just DC5. Rolled an 11. Cool, cool. So that's good. And then an acrobatics check. Yep, let's roll an acrobatics check. Uh, we're going to set five. Okay, we're going to set the DC on this because it needs to be relatively well, difficult. So for a long jump, which is an athletics check normally, but you're I right. Like, no. I, I, I would like to. You I'll can make me roll ac- an athletics. acrobatics because of the methodology by which you're doing this. Thank that's you. Why I that's chose, all yeah, I was really. Acrobatics. That's all I was really arguing for because that gives me a plus five. There. Well, you so, also get a plus five for it, but I'm making this a DC fifteen. So I'm that's, giving that's you a fine plus, because it should be a DC. It should be for however many feet it is. DC. Right. Uh, okay, cool. So I get a plus 10 okay, total. Gonna, all right. Going to roll my duck die. Natural 17. Okay, you make it. So Yosef uh, quickly assesses this uh, the situation around him, um, whips out his chain, and then darts backwards really quick while still facing towards the slurk right underneath Tovin, and then back through his legs, jumps, whoosh, whips out his chain whip and attaches itself to the end of the chain, Indiana Jones style, swings over Solus and the frog Whoa. and lands on the other side. Nice. I'm going to get a hero point for that shit. because I think that's cool. Yes. First of all. So you're going to get a hero point for that one. Um, How many actions is that? Because I feel like that's like that two. That's two. That's two actions, okay. I think. So I'm going to use my last one to take an attack with the flank. Nice. So, um, this is just against flat-footed. There's no bonus for flanking. Right. Uh, uh, 15? Um, against the flat-footed? Flat-footed. That's a hit. I used that the meets. foundry die. That meets. God, thank God. I was like, why did I roll that? As soon as I clicked on it, I was like, why? Why did I do that? that uh, okay. That. Um, I can target this frog, and I'm going to... Well, damage. Oh, it added sneak attack, too. Sweet. Yep, because he is flat-footed. God, I fucking love Foundry. <laughs> 13 <laughs> points of damage. I want Sick. you to describe your kill, because that was badass. <laughs> uh, Yosef finishes his superhero leap and lands on the other side. And looks at this frog, and he is like, Kles canceled and dissects it with one swoop across the belly. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a Law and Order bit. <laughs> that was <laughs> bing bing. I loved it. 
that was that was pretty freaking great. It's campy, but that was pretty freaking great. That was awesome. I, I thought that was really cool, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All that right. was for missing the three times before. <laughs> and he kind of like limps a little bit after he lands because that was kind of extraneous. And he's a little older. His knees don't work so well. He's like, God, I was just going to. What is the Pathfinder equivalent of Geritol? <laughs> I actually have a bottle of calcium conjoined for you if you need it. I'm sure that's the same thing. <laughs> I'd right, like to take uh, your XP ooh. as well. More XP. So I would like to sit down and to remove all the sludgy goop up from off of him. Yeah, that's three actions. I'll just let y'all hand wave it out. Okay. Just for the people at home, the way that XP works in Pathfinder Second Edition, it's not like a sliding scale. Every level is worth one thousand XP. Right now, isn't it just been... that like higher level monsters give less based on some weird no, formula? No, it's based on your level compared to what you're fighting. Oh. It's okay. average party level versus the essentially challenge rating. Okay. That's cool. Cool. That was that was pretty great, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was neat. Two combats in one session. Before we continue adventuring, I want to walk up to Yosef uh, and go, that was awesome, but... You took that bag of coins, and I'm wondering if we could split it, because finders keepers. <laughs> well, I mean, I wanted to come get it, but then this thing jumped out before I could oh, take I thought you it. Oh, gra- I thought you grabbed it. I wanted to, but I feel like it wouldn't have made sense for me to get down there before the frog jumped out. Well, then do you want to split it? Yeah, let's get out to this water and go somewhere dry. Um, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll, then we'll look at all this stuff, and then we'll take the body outside. I'll, I'll go grab. Uh, that, there was a spike trap and the coin pouch from that body I'll grab the body and all that stuff and I'll carry him back up and over I don't think I can make it back up here I can't yeah, I'll, so we'll get, I'll walk into this room and lay there. everything down yeah exactly there thank you, you. and this uh, Yosef is back here yeah um the first no, move up to the north oh okay that's just closest okay. yep also so you lean down I need to fix you you look very hurt thanks we'll place all my stuff here get that healing. So you're gonna you kind of sit in the opening and try to quietly. Yeah, we'll just uh, I'll, I'll patch. Or I'll, I'll attempt again to uh, patch somebody up and hope I don't fail and wound you. It should just <laughs> well, be you'd a have DC to crit 15. Fail to wound him. So you'd have to get it's a fire lower. Well, oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, wait, six. But it's a natural one, so it's a it's a crit fail. Isn't that Still cool? On skills? Well, it's just a Is, fail. Then it's just no. It's it's a crit fail because it drops it down one level. Isn't that every- cool? I was I was just about to say I have healing potions. <laughs> this is why I fucking despise Foundry. <laughs> but I thought you loved Foundry as well. I like what Foundry does. I hate its RNG generation because but this as is we've not already Foundry's found, RNG generation. I, I don't believe you. I so do not fucking believe you. Still, <laughs> this is so not every time you say you change. I, I think a D eight. Yep. Oh one D8. boy. You can I kill think me right I, now. I'll knock you unconscious. You could probably kill me right now. Yeah, you take a D eight of damage. Now you're gonna Sorry. roll. Now you're gonna roll an eight. Watch. Yeah, yeah. No, this is when it happens. 
Oh. oh, you just knocked him oh. unconscious with I'm six dead. damage. That's hilarious. Yep. I cut your throat on accident. <laughs> you have the dying one condition. Yep. That's cool. Isn't that great? Isn't that so fucking cool? Every I time I myself? try to heal my friends, I fucking <laughs> so, fail. So in this moment, Toby's gonna gonna push. Uh, Everybody letting side. you know that Foundry RNG is a fucking lie. <laughs> this isn't Foundry's RNG though. This is. This I is don't. So you said that last time, and then you were like, "Lmao didn't install it." My bad. Well, that was that was not in this game. That was somewhere else. That wasn't so, on the server. That was a different server. So in that moment, uh, Tobin's going to push Yosef uh, out of the way. And, and so they get out of the way. You have no idea what you're doing. And he's going to cast uh, Stabilize. And um, I guess I'm going to cast it. That's hilarious. And then, and then he's going to actually <laughs> uh, cast one of his heals on him. Um <laughs> It'll be a uh, touch. Oh my goodness. Ooh. So it's a one action. Is anybody else hurt, by the way? I think it was only it was only I think ghost, it was just right? me. Yeah. Okay. Well if if you do direct it, like the two action, doesn't it give a bonus? Uh it just automatically does eight. Oh, increase the hit points restored by eight. So yeah, yeah so I it's one D eight. Really okay. So it's <laughs> it's one D eight plus eight, right? Yep. I mean I'm sorry, Bill, as he's talking to his unconscious body. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, I uh they have very little uh, experience with. You know, you he never did tell me what he is. <laughs> That's you're just gonna wake up and be like, "Bad so news! Your insurance denied your uh, credibility." So I, I, yep. So you you pop back. You're you are no longer dying because I stabilized you. Right now you're back up to ten. So to ten health. I wake up and say, "Wasn't Yosef healing me before?" I, uh, <laughs> I did. Welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> Telvin he is over just, me. <laughs> He was just really, really tired. <laughs> he, was, he had to give up. He was That's doing so chest great. compressions and his arms got tired, so I took over. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> no problem. I mean, he, he, starts, he starts rescue breathing. <laughs> he plants, puts his mouth over yours. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, yeah. Is there anything uh, else we can do for him? Anybody else have anything? I have, I have a passes? healing potion myself. Okay. Well, let's... Uh, what are I we can, looking at in here? I can try to treat wounds, too. Okay. Um, let me do my medicine check real quick. Just to try to bring you up back to par. Yeah, you have to treat wounds him or he's got wounded one. Oof, All 19. Right. 19. I, I succeed. 2d8. Oh, 2d8. Yep. I feel better already. I'll bring him close to Mac. Depending on what you roll. Uh, Ooh, 10. 10. Another 10. So, Close. Yeah, I'm, I'm close almost... enough. Yeah, I'm up. I'm only three away. I'm fine. Okay. All right. So Thanks. I'm gonna kind of hand wave and say that you are kind of outside this room because otherwise it doesn't make a whole lot of sense what's about to happen. We are outside the <laughs> doors. All right. Well, I guess you guys. What's the plan now that you're up and we ready? We walk back into this room yeah. now that we've yeah. got all of our stuff taken care of. Ray's good. We've left the. Uh, uh, the um, cobalt body back in the first room. Mm-hmm. We'll take it outside when we're done with whatever we have to do here. Excellent. Well. <laughs> As you walk into this room, you see piles of rotting timbers and loose stones lying in around the large L-shaped hall. Clumps of moss and tangled vines spill down from gaps in the wooden ceiling above each pile of rubble. Several doors lead out to all sides, most barely clinging to their hinges and framed. Debris completely blocks a wooden stairwell that leads up to a large hole in the ceiling. Here and there, the stone walls bear the scars of fire damage. 
from an ancient battle. As you guys walk in, you see three of those Mitflit characters around a gigantic pulsating larval like creature. Oh. They all turn to look at you as they walk in the building. Let me give you uh, a quick look at what these ugly, nasty, pulsating thing looks like. Oh, oh, oh eyes. Dirty oh. eyes. Oh. And those eyes. of you that understand under comedy, you hear like, <laughs> you hear him say, time to try them out. Attack. Oh, boy. <laughs> and oh, no. we'll see you next week. Son of a... Mike, would you like to curse the audience? Uh, no, I, I had a session. I had fun. That's the last time I did a session. needed to be said. <laughs>